It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. It's going to be interesting today, and there's already messages coming through on the Temper Bid Post text machine, double eight double three. Keep them coming. We'd love to hear from you because no doubt you want to be talking about last night's performance, uh, the All Blacks getting the job done in the dying minutes. Wowee, that controversial decision at the end. Well, I'll stand there didn't know what to make of it. But anyway, the All Blacks have locked up the coveted Lord Bledisloe Trophy for the 20th time, and uh, they would have had a great night anyway. She's extended a um, couple of days, leading into the next Test match in Auckland next weekend, uh, taking on the Wallabies again. But coming up on the show, lads, we're going to talk to Peter Moody. He's got a big stable over in Australia, and this is the time of the year where the trainers bring out the big guns, and Peter Moody is one of the big guns, and he's going to have some fantastic and stellar horses running around Australia. So I'll have a chat to him after 7 o'clock, and uh, we're going to to open up the phone lines throughout the morning. They're always open, but particularly after 7 o'clock, we're going to have a wee, wee conversation with you, our listeners, your time to vent your frustration, your concerns what you made of the decision, 0800-150-811 on the Kennard's Hire phone line. Uh, we're going to talk plenty of rugby, and also we're going to talk plenty of league, because yesterday the Kiwis named their extended, their wider training squad for the World Cup coming up, and one of those members is new recruit for the Kiwis and uh, Warriors, I must say new recruit for the Warriors, is Chance Nickel Clockstick. He'll come on the show to finish our fun Friday. Looking forward to having a chat to Chance and, and seeing how he's gone and looking to see what his expectations are heading to the Mighty Warriors. And if he is able to bring some of that winning, wow, that winning feeling that the Raiders are having at the moment back to the Warriors and inspire them. I particularly, I'd love to see what he's going to do behind the scenes in the training, in the back room when no one sees uh, what he's able to do. So looking forward to having a chat to him. Big show. Big show, lads. Well, yeah, really, where do we start? Where do we start right now? Can we get, can we get, um, is it Matthew <laughs> Reynolds' phone number? <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe get Hutchie on, mate. Maybe that's a, maybe that's oh. that's the next vest. Hutchie was straight on the dial, wasn't he? Straight <laughs> on the dial. Reckons he's never seen anything like that ever. Oh yeah, I didn't. He was firing up, and I was like, "Business as usual." <laughs> he didn't like that one. He didn't like that one. Ha! Got the ha back. But no, uh, yeah, look, it's. It's an interesting one, and there's going to be people applauding him. There's going to be people right against him and decision he's made. Yet another get-out-of-the-jail card for Foster, all thanks to Ashley Klein's brother, Rennie, <laughs> was robbed and robbed badly. There's Kevin from Tarangi. Kevin, robbed. Mate, honestly, my Aussie mates are fuming. They don't know what to make of it, and you have to put it in perspective. On foot was on the other sh- shoe was on the other foot. How would we be feeling today? We would be fuming. We would be fuming with that decision. Time wasting. Gets a water, mate. They're gonna kick that out. They they win the they win the line out. They maul it and they kick it out and they win the game. And then we're going to Eden Park for for the decider. No, it goes the other way. And I'm standing there just going, what has happened here? What? So yeah, it's hard to hard to know what to make of it, really, Louis. I know you um, would have been. Ah, we're just sitting on it all morning going, how does this even happen? Where do you, where do you begin to start, Louis? Yeah, that's right, Izzy. I have been. I've been sitting here trying to make sense of it. Um, look, I think it comes down to what you want from your officials, and it's something we talk about a lot. I don't ever want an official to take the game away from the teams. An official is there to be the, the an invisible person in the middle of the field which makes sure the game runs smoothly and lets the teams and the players work it out themselves. Mm. Now, for me, I am really disappointed by that call because there it's a it's a dangerous precedent to set, which I can tell you right now, this won't now be a consistent rugby world rugby standard that comes in. Other referees aren't going to do this because that's not how it works. They're not hive mentality. Referees don't all think like each other. This isn't now a precedent-sitting call that will change every single outcome of every game. So what this will be is a really sad footnote for Australia and for the Wallabies and for Dave Rennie and for the Wallabies that played last night. This will be a footnote and nothing more. This will be a one-off and anomaly. I promise you that. This will not be the norm moving forward because if it was... Well, he would have called it multiple times earlier on in the game. And I think that's the disappointing thing. You never want a moment to be ruined. And people say, well, the people will say and come back on double eight, double three, the right call was made. Ian Foster said it was clear cut. The right call was made. Even James Slipper told Sam Whitelock that we just need to be better. And that's all true. I get that. But if Ronell wants to make that call then... He needs to make the call earlier on in the game. He needs to set the precedent before the 79th minute. And how's this? 78-25 penalty. 78-50, play on please. 78-55, quick play now. 78-56, blows time off. Seven seconds elapses. You play on now, please. Time on. Three seconds. 78-59. 10, looks at Foley. He begins his kick. 79-04, blows the free kick. 39 seconds has elapsed and it didn't take long for somebody to quickly work out 
43-30, there was a penalty for a high tackle. And at 44-19, after 39 seconds had elapsed, the ball was kicked out. So it's going to drive people crazy because it wasn't a consistent Mm. call that was happening. And for me, as a fan, I never want the moment to be taken away from the athletes. I understand where you're coming from, and I do. I think this is more about teams killing the game and trying to kill the game with five minutes to go, and you're not trying to kill the game at 43 minutes. You know, the game's still in flow. So for me, I I actually applaud him. Mm. I actually applaud right now because there are situations out there where referees will sit on the fence. They'll sit on the fence because they're too scared to make a decision. If the foot was on the other shoe, I'd have to suck it up, you know, because that's the directive from World Rugby. They have come... There's only one reason, and you've said that other referees won't be doing it. There's only one reason he's policing it. It's because he's been told we need to stop teams killing the game. Killing the game in the last five minutes, they've worked on the pit team ceiling. So you know how teams are ceiling? They actually pinged Australia for ceiling in that last five minutes. Refs have been told that. Make sure the players are staying on their feet and staying upright. Otherwise, uh, the ceiling penalty to opposition. So we got told that for the last five years. And that last would do game situation, game scenarios. And that last five minutes, you seal, coaches will penalise us, we lose the game. So teams are going away from sealing and trying to kill out the game. The refs have been told, look, time wasting in that last five minutes, we've got to stay on top of it. And that was a clear-cut decision. And I know it's going to be debated, but I actually applaud Raynell for making the decision. I've been in opposition uh, games, where the decision was clear-cut. And it was a game-defined decision, but he sat on the fence and went for the, the neutral decision, you know, and we got no results. So 100%. that's my take. He would have been copping it too from the All Blacks saying, hurry up, get him to kick the ball out, you know, give us another mm. shot. So he would have been, what people aren't seeing off camera, is he's probably copping it from the All Blacks saying, hurry up and take the shot. Three things in, rug, in, in rugby, mate, rugby league, that always come to the fore. Suspension. You're going to get that mm. today. That 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 dude that Darcy that, Swain, Darcy Horrific. Swain that took out to, oh, uh, to wow. buyer, he'll get suspended. All right, so that's a given. The other one is injury. How big how big was the injury impact last night for the All Blacks? Okay, that, that's and the <laughs> third one is referees' decisions. Mm. They're always mm. the three things in big games that have a, have an impact on the football. Mm. Oh, I got to, I seriously got to agree with you. Like Raynell's sitting there, the referee, and you're dead right. Sealing that 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 game in the last five minutes, of course he's going to make he's going to make a decision because he's got all the theatre playing out. The guy standing next to Foley saying "Hurry up and kick it out." The All Blacks yelling at the referee Ray Nell, and him probably watching the clock, going, "Actually, yeah, mm. I'm going to I'm going to stop it here and put a scrum down because you take it too long." You know, mm. so mate, all he had to do was pick the ball up and kick it out. I didn't predict it, Kimpy. I didn't predict it. I'm standing at oh, game over, game over. Then I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, what the hell is happening? That's happened? what I mean. It was so like I, half an hour, half an hour after that. <laughs> it was the excitement. It was, whoa. That at, was, and you that think of cool. that decision. You think of that decision, boys. 31-13 up. 20 to go. The great teams finish that. Teams that are playing for the coveted Lord Bledisloe Cup, the trophy, will finish that. We allowed Australia to come in. After that Will Jordan try, and what a freakish try, a try that was. The vision. How do you catch a ball and step at the same time? <laughs> oh, How do you do mate, that? Don't get me... I was, uh, yeah, I was just trying to imitate it, and I just couldn't. The body control. You, 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 
you're worried about getting smashed as soon as you catch it. So he's obviously had a wee look, mate. Honestly, he's freakish. He's and for, yeah. for him to see that and those big moments, to see that space there and have that communication with Bodie, and, and they've, they've definitely been working on it. You see it with the leagueies with Slater and Cronk, you know. Like that's something that they train during the week, and it's great to see it come off. But uh, to, to get to that situation, 31-13, that's the disappointing uh, thing out of this. As we we had it in the bag, and we allowed Australia to come in. And, and imagine if Andrew Callaway scored that try with Rico Iwani's big defence. Yeah, what a try save, I must say. <laughs> Mate, and shouldn't have probably got the second one. That looked a wee bit forward from Foley in their little offload. But imagine that. You know, this would be different. Would be, you know, we've been talking about consistency throughout. And have we got it? Back-to-back performances. Are you happy? You know, those are the things. We, we're looking for back-to-back performances. Have we got it? Mate, questions are still there. Yeah, uh, Izzy, it's like you're sorry, Kimpy. It's like Izzy's reading my notes because that's literally exactly an order I had. And I said, "Can we not make sure? Can we make sure that the Renal decision doesn't overlook, doesn't make us miss the fact that we were up thirty-one thirteen? With- I, I got to, I got to say, I got to say, when that, when that penalty, when, uh, when that scrum was put down, or that decision yeah. was made, I was thinking, mate, well, what do they do? Like, what do they do? What a clutch play to go to, mm. go to, you know." You're just talking about Will Jordan to go to Will Jordan. He he's got us mm. like even just doing that stepping off his his inside foot and of his outside foot, getting his arms free and throwing that pass in mm. that big moment. It's like, mate, you couldn't have had a you couldn't have had a better finish to a game. Seriously, mm. and and I, I I get what you're saying about you know they should have absolutely nailed it, been you know thirteen plus up. But mate, to to come out and finish it the way they did, I was like. Well, wow, that's actually that's what we that's the All Blacks that we know. Do, do you know what? It kind of gives off more controversial vibes with that game against Ireland, where Aaron Cruden missed the kick, but they charged early, so he got another one, and then he oh, thank the, goodness for that. The, I was the, that. the, the Ryan Crotty <laughs> try in the corner, and it kind of gave off similar vibes. Uh, obviously, we didn't need the conversion, but. I mean, it is crazy. I, look, I'm fully aware that most, a lot of people, a lot of New Zealanders are going to disagree with me. Uh, I take you guys' point, and I just personally, I believe every second is equal in a game of rugby. Five last five minutes, first five minutes. If we're going to clean up time wasting, we've got to do a better job of it, and not not. I don't think call it in a moment like that. But I am fully aware that I'm not going to get the full slide, full side of support here because we are. New Zealand fans, we are All Blacks fans, and we have Lord Bledisloe locked away for another year. So suck it up, Aussie. <laughs> Can't wait. Question of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and how about how about Kimby? We were having this conversation this time last week about how how much we hate them. Oh, of course, mate. No, like even the conversation last night when Hutchie jumped on was was pretty passive. <laughs> So like, no one said anything about the Aussies. <laughs> it, it's uh, look, couldn't have happened to a nicer bunch of blokes, right? <laughs> that's it. So, oh well, that's what happened. Um, there's so many ways to skin this game. There's so many ways to skin this game. So my can't wait question of the day today for you. <laughs> it's khakis, Tom. We've given them to you. What's your headline? 
0800-150-811. what is your headline? If you want to go on the refereeing, go on the refereeing. If you want to go on the lead that was lost, go on the lead that was lost. If you want to go on Rico Ioani's tri-saver, Will Jordan, Richie Morgan's moments of brilliance, Samasoni Takiaho being the most dominant player on the field, along with Pete Samo, I reckon. Um, if that's what you want to go on, come wow. through. How good is he, is he? <laughs> Freakish. Pete Samu, how good is he? Man, he's so fast. Then Boom, Will Jordan, and then Samasoni. Honestly, two, two of the, the best players on the park, 100%. We've seen and heard champions make history year in, year out on the biggest racing stages. These are the many stars of spring. If we're talking stars of spring, Peter Moody has trained a fair few of them. The Black Caviar story tells itself, but there have been a plethora of fast horses from the Moody Barn throughout the years. And this spring, you, would, could, you wouldn't write him off to unearth another one or two. He's got a great affinity with New, Zealander, with New Zealand, and they all say you wouldn't find a better bloke to have a beer with. Morning, Peter. Appreciate you coming on the show, mate. Morning, team. Happy to be on the show. No taking the piss about the Wallabies. <laughs> oh, look, just quickly, just quickly. Anyone <laughs> watch the rugby last night? Apparently there's some controversy, mate. Oh, I, I got the half-time, mate. Racehorse trainers hours, and I got 10 all. I should shut it down. That'll do us. <laughs> we'll cop a draw. We'll cop a draw. So it was no surprise to wake up and uh, see the All Blacks had won for the... 75th time out of the last 76 matches, but by all accounts, it sounded like it was a pretty good game. Oh, man, it was cracking. It was, it was honestly uh, just had, yeah, backwards and forwards, and then the last moment, we won't go there, mate, because we don't want to um, disappoint you. So we're going to talk about your game, your sport. Well, we're trying to avoid some controversy, but let's be honest, it would be a dead set shame if I wish I win, still in the white cuddle start ownership, didn't get a start in the Sir Rupert Clark Stakes. What needs to happen for him to get a run, mate? Oh, listen, uh, it, it's a sad thing, but you've got to sort of prey on someone else's misfortune, which we don't want to do. Uh, listen, his rating just wasn't quite good enough to get in there, and I think the uh, first emergency is a Dragon Leap. He's another New Zealand horse. That looks like they're probably both going to miss a run. So uh, mm. there's a lot of races. We're still only very early in the spring. Uh, this horse is going extremely well, as you would have seen in his win at Caulfield the other day. It did look the perfect race for him. But there's an option for him every Saturday going forward, and he'll get plenty of opportunities for big races because he's a nice horse, he's got good ability, and he's really sort of uh, enjoying life here in Oz. What, what is it about the source, um, Peter? You know, source first up run in Melbourne, and I think a lot of Kiwis are shocked because sometimes we see these above-average horses go to Aussie and uh, find themselves way out of their depth. What qualities have improved them so much this spread? Well, I, I think, one, there was no expectation about him, which makes my job so much easier and probably easier on the horse. He didn't come over here with any boom and fanfare about him, so we were just able to sneak him into the right race. He just kicked off in a nice handicap, uh, albeit, uh, you know, the horses that were in it were, were genuine stakes performers. Um, and, listen, I, I don't know. I, I hadn't worked with the horse. I couldn't have told you what colour he was until he walked in my back gate. Mm. Um, but from day one, he's just... Uh, you know, suggested to me that he's a horse with a good deal of class. He uh, 
He's obviously come through the Tiakau system there in New Zealand where he was extremely well handled and extremely well looked after as a young horse and that makes my job so much easier to go on with. And uh, as most Savabils do and and as most Geldings do, he's imp- obviously improved that little bit with a bit of maturity and, uh, and Geldings tend to settle in and relax so much easier than, than fillies and mares and end tyres. Uh, you know, they take to their new surrounds so much easier and that's probably been a big part of uh, what he's shown me ability-wise here at home as well. well what race would you love him, love to win with him this spring, if not the Sir Rupert? We hear that the Golden Eagle pays a couple of big bucks. Yeah, well, it, it looks a nice race and for four-year-olds only at 1,500 up in Sydney and... Uh, um, you know, that's certainly an option, but we've got races like the Turak Handicap uh, here in Melbourne as well, obviously nowhere near the money. Um, so there's a, there's a multitude of options. He's the only horse in my yard that I nom for a Cox Plate after I watched him do his first few bits of work as well. Now, that's pie-in-the-sky dreaming stuff, but his father won a Cox Plate, obviously mm-hmm. Savaville, and... Uh, you know, if you don't dream, you're never going to get there, really. So if we got to a race like the Turak in another run's time, he'll probably go to Sandown Sunday week for a race called the Testarossa Stakes. It's just a listed race over 1,300 metres. That still leaves the door ajar if we can win that and get his rating up a little bit more for a race like the Turak back at Caulfield during the Cup Carnival. And then we've probably got to make decision time. Is he good enough to have a crack at a race like the Cox Plate or do we just keep going down the handicap path or... Do we look at the Golden Eagle in Sydney? So, you know, it, it's a great spot to be in. He's a gelding. There's no pressure. Waikato are a great team to train for. Uh, they enjoy their racing. They enjoy their sport. So they just want to see him go to the races and win at, at whatever level we might think he's at in another six weeks' time. Yeah, fingers crossed he does just does that for you, Peter. This weekend you've also got Jonah yeah. Lightning and um, the How Now Stakes. Pretty hard for the horses to win their first six starts in a row, mate. You think she's capable of doing it? Yeah, well, she flies under the radar, this girl. Uh, she she beat, beat arguably a better field at a last start and beat them hands down. But there was a short price favourite in the race called Passive Aggressive. And, and surprisingly, it was more about Passive Aggressive being beaten than Chain of Lightning actually winning. And uh, she, she just comprehensively beat them. Uh, she just keeps lifting the bar, this filly. And, and uh, like I say... Dare I say it, I think it's a softer field here on Saturday. She's drawn the outside, but that doesn't seem to worry her. She's got nice speed. You can place her wherever she wants in a race. Uh, she can go forward and then come back and relax under the rider. Uh, and she goes there in great order, and I think she's improved. So I think uh, at 280 or 290, if you needed a banker for your multiples anywhere this weekend, make sure you put Chain of Lightning in because she's, I'd be disappointed if she didn't go there and win again given any sort of luck. See, that's the gravy we need, Peter Moody. That is the gravy we need, Channel Lightning, going straight uh, straight into the into the notebook, mate. Appreciate Boogie Dancer, drawn wide in the 1,000 guineas. Good. Some nice form, Browner. Chance? Nice filly. Ran very well at the unsuitable 1,200 the other day around the Turning Valley track. Can run well, but we'll need luck from that draw. But luck will probably come out of the equation a bit if we do get the forecast rain because that will negate the barrier and she is very adept on wet conditions. So if this track comes up slow or deteriorates during the day and unfortunately there's rain forecast on the day uh, for a lot of them, it won't worry mine, her or Chain of Lightning and it might even help I wish I win you to run in the Rupert Clark if there's a few withdrawals. So 
for the first time in about 12 months. I'm actually doing a little rain dance here this morning and uh, hoping <laughs> there is a few showers around. We get a few of those dry trackers out of the Rupert Clark to get I Wish I Win in and Boogie Dancer and Chain of Lightning both love the soft. We'll get, we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll get outside and we'll start blowing it your way because there's plenty of it here. <laughs> hey, um, but what about the spring, uh, the spring, Peter? You know, it just takes the racing and the feeling up a notch, don't you think? Oh, for sure. It's uh, it's an exciting time of year, even though we've been a bit cold and damp here for the last uh, probably three or four months. Uh, the nice horses are stepping out. They're out and about. The racing's good. Uh, we've seen a sort of a bit of it the last few weeks. Great racing in Sydney tomorrow where you've got Zaki and Enemo and Profondo taking on one another. So that's going to guide the spring along a hell of a lot as well. So, uh, no, it, it's terrific. And we're starting to get a few of the Kiwis arriving in town. I see those planes coming over, not only with all black supporters, but a few horses on it. So it's, it's exciting times. Uh, we've got the Melbourne Cup top weight uh, just walking past me now, Spanish Mission. He's probably our flag bearer for the for the spring alongside I Wish I Win. So uh, he has one more run uh, on October 1st. He'll only have one run between now and the Melbourne Cup, and he's in good order. So let's hope we can be a bit of a player, and let's hope you buggers have got reason to ring me uh, <laughs> later in the year. Oh, that, that had better be unreal, Peter. Now, last year, obviously, had the incentivised um, journey, which was, oh, I can only imagine, quite all-encompassing Spanish mission this this time around. The Melbourne Cup with a top weight. Like, How hard is that to, to knock off? Oh, well, listen, I've never won one, so I don't know. <laughs> last year, <laughs> as close as I got running second with incentivise. Uh, I got it wrong there. I, I think arguably he should have knocked off your great mare very elegant, but uh, both myself and Brett Preble probably approached the race with a degree of arrogance after his comprehensive Caulfield Cup win and probably brought ourselves undone, riding him too, uh, probably too uh, harshly, to be honest, and didn't give him a chance to see out the two mile. But Spanish Mission, he's the top weight for a reason. He's the best performed two miler plus mm in this part of the world, I've just got to try and take him to the Melbourne Cup in the same order that his English trainer took him there last year. So therein, lie, therein lies the, the problem. I haven't trained a Melbourne Cup winner, so I, obviously I don't know how to do it. Um, so I just hope I can get it right this time round. The horse is in very good order. And like any uh, young lad growing up in Australia or New Zealand, I know people say golden slippers and cox plates. That's a heap of bullshit. Everyone wants to win a Melbourne Cup, and I'm no different. <laughs> oh, the great race that stops a nation and it stops our, our radio show, mate. We absolutely love it. I had Spanish Mission last year in my multi, and uh, oh, I probably wouldn't have to work again if it came through. So... I'll be uh, I'll be following you in this year, mate. The top weight. Anyway, uh, just quickly before we let you go, Peter, we appreciate your time. You've had your hands on an icon- iconic and world-beating sprinter. There might be another one in Sydney kicking off this weekend. How good is Nature Strip, in your opinion? Oh, listen, he's an absolute superstar of his time, isn't he? Um, you know, Black Caviar had that uniqueness where she was never, ever defeated. Um, so, so she'll always probably stand above the other sprinters. But yeah. it, it's always exciting. What a, what a race that shorts is. You know, once again, you were talking about the George Main and talking about the Rupert Clark, mm. but uh, Eduardo, Nature Strip, Must. I think mm. the first five home in the Everest from last year are, are running in the shorts. And then you've got the new kid on the block, the Snowden horse called Marzu. Uh, that's one hell of a race. And what Nature Strip did in the UK was phenomenal. I would imagine without knowing, Chris would have him a little bit soft because he's an unbelievable mm. grand final trainer, Chris, and his grand final will be the Everest. 
So he's yeah. probably at his most vulnerable tomorrow nature strip. So if he's going to get beat, mm. it'll be this time round. But uh, you'd be a ba- brave man to bet against it, wouldn't you? Mm, you did right, Peter. Mate, we appreciate it. I, I had a bit on um, nature strip last year, and it lost to Eduardo by nose, and it ruined me. So you did right. Your trainers know. They, they're building up for the Everest, and, well, that's coming up for nature strip. Mate, appreciate your time, Peter. Now you're a busy man training. So all the best for the rest of spring, and, and go well, my friend. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Have a great one, and uh, let's hope we can find a winner for the punters over the weekend. Fozzie stated he doesn't like Geordie as a 12. Is he going to make that big core move into 12, or does RTS just slip in there and get an opportunity Ooh. if Davey's out? What would you do? And would you be confident to put RTS in there? What would, would you be? do? I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't, but it's not, I'm not the one making the decision. What do you think? Oh, 800 Brad, you're down there in the bay. What did you think of that call last night? Yeah, Tamari, yeah, boys. Uh, you get Roger in there is my answer to that question of yours. That, that call yeah. was just robbery for the Australians. <laughs> I, I can't believe Thank it. You, I'm a Kiwi through and through. Thank you, Brad. But seriously, the bloke is in the motion of actually kicking the ball out. That's the point where he blew the whistle. He was actually doing it. Finally. So the correct way to, to police that would have been just to, to blow time off and, and blow time back on when the ball had been kicked. That would have been the fair way to do it. But I've, I've watched over 2,000 games of footy, I reckon, and I've never, ever, ever seen Neither, that. Brad. And I don't think many people people have. So that that was a shocking call. Rugby need to sort it out, though. The Irish Mercy were doing it. Having, having huddles all the time. You know, the, the rugby world rugby, to sort this out, need consistency. And that's what lacks in the refereeing, and that's why a lot of people are watching league. The consistency needs to be that if they're going to make these calls, they need to introduce a shot clock on penalties, scrums, and lineouts. That, that, that's big, what needs big. to be. And that's you talk about huddles and slowing the time down. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to, to and that you you'll see a reaction from this. You get punished and you you lose a result or you cost your team from winning. They won't do it again. Only way you learn. It's by learning from your mistakes. We all know that lesson. Oh, but Izzy and Brad just we'll come back to you here, but Izzy, I, I disagree. I think I don't think We that know we, you disagree. No 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 but like And we look, know Brad disagrees. No, but mate, do you genuinely think we're not gonna have guys taking fifty seconds before kicking the ball out from now on? Yeah. Oh, I, I 100%. If, that call had, if that if that call had gone the other way, boys, you, you might as well go home and pack up and go home and just let the talk back go. It would be going nuts today. <laughs> I am. I was baffled. I was baffled. But I wasn't. And, and all honestly, Brad, don't you want a ref to make a decision? Good refereeing. Make yeah, a decision no, or I'm, sit on the fence? What a champion. No, the French I, I He's been told to ref. He's been told to speed it up. Time wasting me needs to be going out of the game. It was three minutes. That, it was three minutes. He was always going to get penalised. It wasn't three minutes. Right? It was 50 yeah. seconds. Well, it, was, it felt like three 48. minutes. 48. 48. Like 52. Like Brad, Brad uh, thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Brad. Hey, Brad <laughs> from Bay of Plenty. Brad. Brad from Bay of Plenty, because they only won Bay, and that's Hawks Bay. <laughs> big, the bad, bay. big bad Brad's coming back. Is there a lot in. of yellow in the Bay jersey? Is there a lot of yellow in the Bay jersey? He's, he's oh, right. He's throwing nah, a hand. Nah. He's I like that. I like that. It's good, mate. It's the other side, and you've got to take that into, you know, on board with what we're dealing with. But look, I, I don't agree with it. I don't. I, I think the refs made a great, a good decision, and I'm going to stick by it. We, we know you do. 
Hey, um, we'll go to Matt, eh, and see if Matt's... I've got my black patch on, I've got my red patch on. I can't take them off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Matty, <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, uh, I'm with you, Louis. I, uh, I, find it, I find it hard to follow. We would be, we would be up in arms if that was the other way I around. I see what's happening. And <laughs> See what you've done here, Louis. You've gone out and you've got you've you've put the phone lines in order to lunch to on pick Louis, you Matt. up. Lunch on very, Louis. Very, very clever. Very clever from Matt. 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 <laughs> hey, what about this one here? What about this one here? Is he slaps back on the board? Back on the board, Kempi. Give Louis another slap. The balls. <laughs> Look, I look, love there's it. Both this sides. is why there's we both do sides what we do. Both sides of the coin. Uh, look, honestly, when be, it happened last night, I was like, oh, last night when it happened in Kempi, I was like, oh, it's going to be a great show tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> one of the great shows because there's going to be people coming for and there's going to be people for, against it. And, yes, you can't rub over the fact that the All Blacks should have dominated and put that to bed after 60 minutes, but they didn't. They allowed Australia back, a team that is full of injuries and had so many yellow cards and discipline errors from their behalf, and we still couldn't put them away. Yeah, And that, that is the alarming thing at the moment. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, is he? And that's, and that's exactly right. We can't get lost in the fact that there was one glaring referee moment at the end of the game, but there was 80 minutes before, 78 minutes before that. Now, just a couple more. Like the refs intend to stop the game time-wasting, but they should have done it from the first minute, not the last from Stuart from Auckland. Stuart, I hear you. And then it wouldn't have been such a shock when he did it at the end of the game. Simple, Louis. Kick the bloody ball out. He wasted 40 seconds trying to be a smart-ass. Get, get John on. Get John on. Doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes, 78. Get John on. John, come on, John. Best rugby seen in years. They're cheap mongrels. They got warned when we were when they were down to thirteen fellas, and they warned them. And it actually should have been a free kick. Get a referee on and ask him his opinion. That's what it would oh. have been. <laughs> yeah. No bloody sympathy. It's terrible. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you, John. This is clearly a plant by Kimpy. Sean no, Bonnie. it's not. Sean, Johnny boy. What else you got for us, John? It's, Keep going. You know, mate, it's all serious. I actually, um, I, the lack of vision is the concern, I think. now, And I think Aaron Smith's got a lot to answer for. I think so. he needs to go, or he needs to be on the bench and give one of the young fellas a crack. He just seems too yeah. slow, and he's, just, he's too methodical now. He just 
get the ball at the base and pass it. And he, he doesn't look around. And if, if you have a look, um, just before we scored that last try to win the game, um, if anyone picked the ball up at the base of the, the ruck there, and all they had to do was walk over the line to the left-hand side because there was no one defending for Aussie, and yet we go right where all the traffic was. Good try all the yeah. same, but um, our first, um, like, Bodie, first five touches pretty much he kicked the ball. You know? Mm. I don't know. I, I just... At the end of the day, we beat the monkeys anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Johnny boy. Hey, he's, right. he's got a, he's got something to he's got a fair a fair question here, a fair query about uh, Nug. Like Nug isn't running at the moment. Mm. He's not offering anything. You look when Nick White come on, he was getting out mm-hmm. and he was getting wide out of the ruck, and that has to commit that A B C defender. At the moment, we're passing from the base, so we're not really committing. Whether that's a problem with our breakdown, we're not clearing it. Um, uh, you know, at all. Um, yeah, it's 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 a fascinating insight, and maybe you know, it may, might have a little dig because I wrapped the put the Bledisloe Cup away. Yeah, well, I don't know what the answer is because they don't want to pick Falau Fakatava, who's that bigger body, and Finlay Christie is knocking on the door. Meanwhile, Brad Weber's playing his heart out in NPC. So oh, man, I reckon Brad Weber should be in the team, like seriously, and he should be starting. Um, and it just brings that conversation of Wayne Smith having with with Kendra. You know, like get out and run. Like maybe Wayne Smith should pick the phone up and give Aaron a call. You know what I mean? Um, if he doesn't start running, bring Brad Weber in, mate. I think he should be in the team anyway. All right, boys, just going to quickly, we've got to pump these texts through because there's so many, and I want to give everybody their, their, <laughs> res- their respect. Luck. Right, here we go. Look, we were going to win the line out from there, kick out and score anyway. Cheers, Chris. <laughs> Chris, Chris. <laughs> you did right, mate. We were going to compete there. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that, Chris. We'll never know. Uh, right decision was made. Aussies are just up in arms because the ref has never had the testicular fortitude to actually ping a player. Remember, this wasn't an isolated incident when Aussie had two in the bin. Foley did the exact same thing. Yeah, good point. Aiden Taranaki Hardcore. Morning, lads. The call last night was great. I hope this goes on to other sports. Time wasting drives me crazy. Um, yeah, thank you, Brad. Tough on Aussie. Ask Karen Reid what it was like to lose a Lions series on a bad uh, Ask Karen, call. ask me. Aussie, it hurt. <laughs> Horrible. Make a call. That's why I'm probably like this, okay? Because he made a call, and I'm proud of that. Proud I, of you. I actually, but I think he was meaning to have some sympathy with the Australian, with the Australians, is he? Shot, Machu. No, no, no. He was having asked Karen Reid about the decision in Rome 1 Poit in the British and Irish Line series. Kimpy, you've got to read this next test because Izzy, Izzy will think that I've made it up. That you was it. the worst call I have ever seen <laughs> in rugby. Kimpy and Daggy, who are you trying to kid? He didn't waste 40 seconds. The clock had only started. By around 10 seconds. That's from some bloke who hasn't been to Specsavers for a while. Didn't leave his name. <laughs> I'm going to go get my stopwatch. I'm going to go put the replay on and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to put it up, all right? And I, I might be doing some editing to make it look like two minutes, but that's all right. NRL finals back in action. And although our beloved Warriors aren't participating, next year it is our year. And next year we get to unveil a, a homecoming of sorts. He's an absolute star. Went over the, the other side of the ditch and really proved his worth at an exceptional level in the NRL. Kiwi through and through. Good Kiwi too. Chance Nickel Clocks there taking the call nice and early for us over the ditch. Morning, man. Great to have you on the show. Hey, good morning, team. Thank you for having me. Hey, Chances Kempe, mate. Uh, looking forward to coming home? Hey, Kempe, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to coming home, mate. It's, you know, been a wonderful four years over here in, in Canberra, and uh, it's time to come home and bring back what I learned. Yeah, mate, Chances, you're here, bro. I appreciate you coming on the show. Look, uh, it wasn't too long ago, 
I saw an emotional clip of yourself on the TV, on the airways, getting pretty emotional. Obviously, the Raiders have given you so much over the last couple of years, mate. Um, well, tell us about the, that emotional moment, mate. Hey, Izzy, yeah, it was, you know, an emotional week for myself. It was, you know, like you said, a really good four years here at, at the Canberra Raiders. And I, I think it's, it was, I, I guess, all the relationships that I've been able to build over here because of rugby league and, um, you know, all the fond memories that I've been able to share with them and just all of that sort of bottled into one moment and that was the realisation that it was all sort of finishing. But, you know, remembering that, you know, being happy because it's happened, not sad because it's finished. So um, yeah. even though it's all coming to an end, I'm looking forward to coming home and making new memories. Yeah, of course, mate. We, we can't wait for you to get back here, to be honest. Um, mate, your boys are still in the in the finals run playing tonight. What do you think about the chances tonight? Yeah, boys are looking really well. You know, they, they did a really good job on the weekend and, and they've been building for the last couple of months. So uh, I think it's going to be a really good game, but I think the boys will be too good tonight. Yeah, mate, I'll back them. I'll back them to get the job done tonight. Raiders getting up. They surprised me last week getting over the storm, so they got confidence quickly. Uh, you're coming home. You've touched on it. You're coming home where, where all your whanau and family are. Um, what are you? What have you seen over the last couple of years from from the Warriors, and what are you hoping to instil in your time uh, back in the Warriors jersey? Yeah, I guess just for myself, just bringing back uh, everything that I've learned over in in Australia, and um, I've I've had a really good relationship with Andrew McFadden, and you know he he happens to be the defensive coach over here, so uh, you know I'm a little bit more defensive based, I guess, as a fullback, and you know I'm still looking to grow my game, so you know to be you know closer to to my kids and uh, be closer to the uh, the New Zealand Warriors and be able to continue my dream as an NRL player. I'm, I'm really looking forward to you know continue continue uh, continuing to build myself as a as an NRL player. So yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Hey, Chance, have you got into Joseph's ear, Joseph Tarpany's ear, and are you going to bring him back? How good has he gone? <laughs> oh, man, I've been trying, bro. I told him the, the chest was ready. Just let us know, man. But, yeah, nah, he's, yeah, I think he's pretty pretty stilled on living in Australia with his wife, and but I'll keep trying. Good man. <laughs> hey, how much is and, and you make a good point there. Like he's loving his life in Australia. Like you guys are professional footballers. That's your job. Yep. But how much is lifestyle and um, where you are at? Like, does that play into and come into performance? Like, it must have been so hard for you. We know the story with your whanau being back here, and that's massive part of you coming back. Like working through that adversity and still having to turn up, train, and then go to the game, um, play under pressure. How did you manage to stay resilient through that time? Yeah, it was it was a tough couple of years. I guess it sort of hit me uh, more at the start of that of that journey, and uh, I, had a, I had a really good bunch of people around me, and I had a mental actually back here that uh, the New Zealand Warriors used to use, and Jamie Pinnell, and he was really great for me, just helped me keep my mental state as good as possible, and um, really worked on getting the best out of myself. And I guess my wife has really done a a good job with that. Um, you know, helping me overcome all those sort of things. And, you know, power is knowledge. So got into reading books, and I think a book that's helped me is Atomic Habits, just being able to build good habits and, you know, let the result take care of itself. 
Yeah, building those habits, mate. One of those, a lot of those habits we'd love you to bring back to the Warriors and instill those habits. I think the one thing that I'm kind of seeing is probably holding them back is, is just when they're training under pressure. So no doubt you'll be able to bring that back, mate. Say, so just for your game, where, where do you think you're at with your game? What are you hoping to, to achieve going forward? I know you've got a big World Cup. You've just been named in the wider training squad for the World Cup, mate. So congratulations. But where, where's your game at, at the moment? Yeah, I think it's... You know, I'm still really excited about my game. As I said, you know, I feel like I've still got room to build. And, you know, I've, I grew up idolizing Stacey Jones um, when I was growing up. So, you know, to be able to work with him and, you know, see where I can take my game attacking-wise, I'm really excited. I've, you know, just got to make sure that I have a really good off-season and, you know, I plan to and get ready for a big season next year. Hey, Chance, quickly, just before we let you go tonight, what's the score? By how much? Oh, man, I reckon we'll get up by 10, eh? Ooh, nice. There you go. They love a good punt in this station, mate. Hey, all the best. All the best for tonight, Chance. Um, we're definitely looking forward to getting you home. We'll get you into the studio, mate, yeah, when you mate. get back in and have a chat, have a chat with the boys. Um, but go well. All the best, too, uh, with your selection of the Kiwi side for the World Cup. Yeah, nah, for sure, Appreciate man. it, brother. Thanks for having Appreciate it, too. Cheers, guys. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.